Hey there, friends. How you doing? The acoustics might sound a little different today because we are uh, we're downtown instead of out at the edge of town where I live. Well, not the edge edge, but far enough away. There's tall buildings near me. They echo different, Wait. not tall buildings. Where I live, the tallest things is trees. And you know, we got a lot of trees downtown too. Anyway, I got this ham and cheese croissant. And uh, hmm. Now I've had this before. But the thing is, it's real good. It's amazingly good. So what we got is a um, a croissant, you know, like you do. And this is just like a sort of general bakery croissant situation. It's like the American boring croissant. There's not there's not super artistry here. It's just a standard amount of flaky pastry product. The the croissant bread itself is not especially sweet. If there was some sort of like a like a fruit turnover, that would have a sweeter bread than this. This is still pretty bready. But um but that's okay. Cause next up here's what we got. We got a whole bunch of I think it's it's some sort of cheese. And it's light yellow, but there's no holes in it. So it doesn't look like it's Swiss cheese. It doesn't look like it's American cheese. Or it could be it could be a, a really yellow American cheese. It could be provolone or something. It's not obvious anymore because of how they melt it. So they melt it on top of the scone. There's a there's a sheet of cheese, and then inside of the scone, there's also rolled some cheese. Also, we have. Oh yeah, sit over here. Um, we have a bunch of ham slices. Like I said, it's a ham and cheese croissant. We have a bunch of ham slices. And uh, they are great. Uh, they're, they're good sized ham slices. Like if you go, if you just get some sandwich meat, then this is like two or three sandwich meat hams. These are like good sized hams. Um, and it's rolled over a few times. They're, they're not skimping on the ham at all. The whole thing is um, a really sizable portion. We got, hmm, I'd say like this a large orange worth of material here. Maybe a small grapefruit. Hmm. Hmm. Well. I love this thing so much. This is at, um, there's a coffee shop between the, the bus stop and um, my workplace. And they sell them at the coffee shop, so. Very frequently on the way to work, I'll stop in the coffee shop, get the ham and cheese scone, 
And I was like, oh, do you want anything else? you want any coffee? And I'm like, no. None of that stuff. Just let's go. Um, let's talk scores. The milkiness? Honestly, I think we have to go with the milkiness of zero. Now, I know this is going to shock some of you. Others are going to have predicted it because this is not a liquid. And there's not much milk-based product in here. Some of you might have thought one is the number. But I think we have to go with zero. Because the bread just overrides. There's enough bread to override any amount of cheese we're getting in here. But the tastiness. Mm. That's where we make a recovery, folks. The tastiness is a 99 for sure. Mm. Mm. Now, next up is creativity. Now, I mean, ham and cheese is a certain classic sandwich flavor. But a scone, usually not thought of as like a sandwich thing. Because I'm in America. Maybe in France, scones are for sandwiches all the time. But in America, you know, we're just boring. We import the worst version of a thing and then call it original. Um, so ham and cheese scone, we're going to give it some creativity points. For combining two different things that don't go together. Mm. I'll go with 53. Now the value. It's like 350 for this uh, ham and cheese scone. I don't think there's sales tax on it. I think they've like pre-computed the sales tax and so the number of 350 that they charge you. Like internally they report it as less than sales tax, you know. You know. Sometimes they have a number of tax and sometimes they don't. But for 350, I mean it's good enough that it made me want to pull out my phone and do a podcast episode about it, so that must be pretty good, right? Still, that's one of the um, it's one of the more expensive things we reviewed on the pod so far. So we'll say the value is fifty-one. Yeah, not a gestalt. Hmm. The gestalt isn't as high as the tastiness, and I'll tell you why. Because as much as the middle has this chewy ham and cheesy flavor, at the very edge of this of the croissant, there's like it's, it's a little extra dry just because it was thinner, so it dried out. It's a little extra crispy, it gives it this inconsistent 
consistency, I guess you call it. Inconsistent consistency. That's right. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of that. I like, I like a nice even consistency all the way through, pretty much. So like, a few points off on the Gestalt, but not many. I still think we're gonna go with a Gestalt of 93. And the Zeitgeist? Uh, not too high on the Zeitgeist. I think, unfortunately, we have to admit to ourselves that the ham and cheese scone is just not well known. Um, in fact, if I were to tell anyone about this, they'd say, oh, what's that? That sounds good. They, wouldn't, they would never know about this ahead of time. So, yeah, Zeitgeist, I'm sorry. I mean, they know about the concept of ham and cheese. No, no, no. We, we have to say 12, 12 for Zeitgeist. I'm sorry, I don't want to do it to you. But there it is, the numbers don't lie. Um, let's see. I mean, I'd love to hang out with you listeners, but I do got to get to work. Schedules and all that. They're re-roofing a church nearby. Pretty awesome looking. Across the whole church, they have these little tiny, um, like, walk rails for, like, safety purposes and stuff. Very neat looking. Um, I hope I hope that you go to your local pastry shop and you find some way to get yourself a ham and cheese scone because if you do I don't think you'll regret it and as for the rest I'll see you next time